full disclosure, I watch Bravo. I watch all the housewives. <laughs> they are all on Ozempic, and they're open about it. And they've lost a ton of weight, and it makes you think, well, should I be George, on George Conway, uh, I don't know if you've noticed. Yes. I saw him the other day on CNN and was like, oh, what happened? Half of George is gone. Gone, yeah. Right, exactly. And it makes you think, should I do it? But doctors say it is not a magic pill, and the best source of information about those drugs is a medical expert. So let's bring one in, Dr. Suki Singh, medical director of Henry Ford's Health Health's Weight Management Program. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. Are you getting a lot of ask about it because of social media, because of these crazy shows where all the women are on it? So my clinic is the obesity medicine clinic at Henry Ford. So that's what we specialize in. And some of those asks are coming from social media, fortunately and unfortunately. Well, can we just talk about I know it's a diabetes drug. How does it work? Who is getting it? Of course. So Ozempic itself is uh, specifically for type 2 diabetes, but there's another one called Vagovi, which is the same base drug called semaglutide, and that is specifically for weight loss. And um, the way these newer class of medications work is they reduce a lot of the food noise in most patients that struggle with the disease of obesity stroke. Um, are, are fighting daily, and the, they help you get fuller on smaller portions of meals, and also, it also drives up the metabolism so that when you are eating, if you do it the right way with the high-protein diet and enough fruits and vegetables, you're able to see good results with your weight. Obviously, you have to add in the exercise alongside because there is a risk of muscle mass loss. So overall, good drugs, but there are side effects associated with them. And Dr. Singh, do you think about the fact that those with type 2 diabetes who really need this medication, it may end up being a shortage of the medication because people are using it for weight loss and those who need it for their diabetes won't be able to get it? We have seen a a shortage with Ozempic as well as Bergovi because of such high demand. And then now the newer drug, Zepbound, that's coming from Eli Lilly is specifically for obesity treatment. And um, that has helped with kind of filling in the gaps for patients that are struggling to get Vagovi and then Manjaro for patients that have type 2 diabetes that have not been able to get Ozempic. There is a huge financial component to this. These drugs are very expensive. Insurance companies are being asked to, to cover them. And yet, do we really know what the long-term consequences are and the long-term effectiveness? Well, you know, that, that's a question that remains unknown at this time. What we do know is if we treat the disease of obesity in time, there is fortunately that reduction in cardiovascular disease, diabetes, kidney disease, decreased risk of certain cancers, which will obviously save money down the line. But right now, with how costly these medications are, and if the patients are not pairing it with the right diet and exercise, they have to be accepting that they're going to remain these medications forever. And that's not the course of the disease of obesity treatment. It should be that let's put in the right tools in place so the patients can eventually titrate off of these medications and be able to adhere to their diet plan and exercise and maintain that weight loss. Should anyone take these drugs or is there a BMI threshold that you should take into account? Yeah, who are the best candidates? Right. 
Yeah, that's a great question. So there is a BMI threshold um, that every prescribing physician should consider or a mid-level. And uh, what they're approved for by the FDA is if a patient's BMI is 27 or above with what we call metabolic diseases like type 2 diabetes, prediabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease and such, those are good candidates. And or if a patient's BMI is 30 or above, those are the two classes that we need to consider prior to even prescribing the medications. And that's where the coverage comes in from insurance companies. If patients are not fitting into those criteria, they don't cover these medications. And there are people who aren't candidates. If, say, you have thyroid, a history of thyroid cancer, such as, you know, things like that. Correct. So if there is personal or family history of what we call MEN2 syndrome, there's a specific type of thyroid cancer, like a medullary thyroid cancer, uh, these drugs should not be considered. And if there's personal history of pancreatitis, these drugs should not be considered or even started. And those are the things that are not being assessed when we're seeing patients going to these boutique clinics to get medications. Dr. Singh, talk about the side effects. You, you kind of mentioned side effects. What are the side effects of, of uh, these particular drugs? Sure. So initially when the patients are starting off, there's a lot of GI side effects associated with them. Typically it's nausea, can be vomiting. Uh, in certain cases, initially diarrhea, down the line constipation. And what we're also seeing is patients that, again, are not being monitored closely on these medications or ending up with with, with a disease called ileus where their intestines get stuck. And that's a complication that requires hospitalization. So it's very mm. crucial for patients to be monitored very closely when they're on these medications. And they need to work with a dietitian and someone who can provide them exercise uh, uh, alongside. Well, and that's the, the, the big problem here is that, I mean, we only see the benefits, right? Mm-hmm. We see right. the celebrity or the media personality who all of a sudden is half of their former self. And we go, oh, my gosh, that works great. That must be great for me. You don't hear about the same celebrity or media person going into the hospital because they're a GI shutdown. They're not talking mm-hmm. about their gastrointestinal problem. No. no. And oh, by so golly, sure. they should. <laughs> of course. And, you know, we call our doctor TikTok now instead of Dr. Google because that's where most patients are getting their information from and coming in requesting these medications but you know if i have 10 patients out of those three or four may not be a candidate for the injectables and then two or three may not have their insurance cover and then there are other medications that we can use some of the older drugs that are orals that we could still plug in so what i tell my patients is when you're ready to make that change in your lifestyle if you're struggling with your disease of obesity come in and talk to us let's do a consultation let's sit down and see what is your best option? Because going to someone who doesn't understand the complexity of this disease and the complexity of the of these medications is not going to give you, they're, they're not going to give you the long-term um, vision of what your disease could, could, could be like, as well as what your progress could be like. It's very short-term, and that's not the goal behind treating obesity. So the takeaway, if you're listening, if you saw it on social media, is just go talk to your doctor and see if it's right for you. Correct, doctor? Yes, agreed. 
Yeah. All right. The other takeaway is nausea, vomiting, constipation, all of those things that are not our favorite things. That's right. That which you don't nobody see. wants to talk That's about. Right. You, you need to weigh it. that as well. Yeah. No pun intended on weigh. <laughs> Dr. Suki Singh, medical director of Henry Ford Health's weight management program. Thank you for joining us this morning. I was very interested in this topic. Thank you for having me. Great talking with you all. Yeah. We've all got that 20 pounds that we can't lose or 10 pounds. Yeah. And then Baby you wonder, well, weight. Yeah. If there's a pill for that, why not? How long do well, you take the pill? You got to take it forever because if you stop taking it, does the weight come back? Put it right back. Exactly. Uh, All right, let's switch gears. Michigan missing out on knowledge jobs of the future. Some are saying our priorities are misplaced. We're going to talk about it next at seven thirty-five.